I'm Laura Linney, and this is Masterpiece Classic. Previously on Downton Abbey, mourning the death of Lady Sybil, Robert didn't seem to get anything to go his way, and everyone seemed to be against him. Also, Mr. Bates was finally freed from jail. All that and more this week on the Lords of Grantham podcast. If they say why, why, tell them that it's you. are here yeah and we're back yeah uh something we didn't bring up last time on the podcast that happened recently is uh we crossed 2,000 listens that's true yeah in under 30 podcasts we've done only about 27 28 28 of these and that means we've averaged around 69 to 70 listens per podcast or so that's good that means it's not our friends and people we know it means it's you guys yeah so thank you guys for yeah for all the support we really appreciate it, it keeps us going and uh just to, you know, a little toot our own horns a little bit, why don't you give us a five-star review on Amazon, or Amazon, geez, on iTunes, and <laughs> if we're on Amazon, maybe. Sure. Maybe we'll have our official merch on Amazon. Yeah, 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 one day. If and when, yeah. Yeah. Uh, also, shout out to the lady and the chauffeur. Uh, they tagged us in a pay, uh, post featuring John Bates. Um, they've been doing a series of posts of uh, characters from Downton Abbey from then to now. And they they tagged us as John Bates. And again, I know we are the Lords of Grantham, but <laughs> I, I chose our image on Instagram to be a picture of Bates. Isn't that our Twitter picture too? Right? I think. I, I think no. Isn't our logo? Oh, Twitter pictures are. It was Bates before it was our logo. Yeah. It just you know Bates just gives off the sign of like everything's going to be okay. Yeah. I can manage. A- uh, but really appreciate you know the thought of us <laughs> as Bates. For uh, for that post uh, about yeah, John thank, Bates, uh, that's uh, what was the, the name again? The, chauffeur the, and the lady and the chauffeur uh, name is Tibble. Oh, we, did we discuss them briefly last week? Did yeah, they comment on our Doctor Clarkson picture. Yeah, yeah, they're okay, active so. in the Downton Abbey Instagram community. So we it, we don't know if these people are listeners. If you're lady and the chauffeur and you listen to the podcast, hit us up, tweet us, Instagram, comment on Instagram saying you listen. Yeah, we'd love to start a conversa- conversation because we do love our conversations with Downton fans. Yeah. We like it better when you listen to our freaking podcast. I, 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 is that a threat? <laughs> it is a threat. Okay. All right. You bastard. Dial it back. Dial it back. All right. But this is a big episode for Bates. Oh, this is the biggest episode for Bates. Well, yeah. of a few. Yeah. He gets quite a few. Uh, he's back. He's free. Yeah. It, just, it wastes no time again of him just getting out of jail. Uh, I like that when he gets out of jail, you know, like the the return of your belongings. Mm-hmm. He suits up all the way. Oh, yeah. He has the top hat. The vest. The cane. The tie. The knot on the tie is a little uh, big, a little Trumpy. Yeah. 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 But maybe they ran through the wash, that, you know. But yeah, he, he's he is back with that cane and everything. I like how they have the silhouette of him walking out of there. It's like, you know who this man is. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, yeah, and it's funny, though. They know this guy needed the cane the entire time. Yeah, he didn't have one in jail. He probably did beat people up with it. We saw what he was yeah. capable of with that shiv. That's true. That's true. Does this mean we'll never see Craig again? Or Darren? I, I, highly likely. I, I, I doubt we'll see them again. Unless, Imagine if they got a... It cuts to Haxby, and there's Craig as the 
uh, footman. I mean, who knows? The movie could change everything. They could come back. That's true. <laughs> Bates goes back to jail, uh, and everything's uh, sideways. So it's funny. Like Bates notes that he gets released in the morning. There is literally no one there but Anna to greet him. That town center is just empty or whatever, like around that prison. I mean, I, in, in what media do they let someone out of prison and there's like a group of people there? Well, I, I wouldn't, I'm not saying like waiting for Bates, but I mean, you don't even see people milling around in the background or anything. It's well, like entirely empty. When they let Ocean's Eleven out of jail, it's just Brad Pitt waiting for him. And then at the end, it's Julia Roberts, too. Fair point. It's, it's the same kind of thing. Yeah. yeah, just, yeah. As, just as important. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, but yeah, it's so great seeing them meet again. They hard kiss. Like you see like like Bates' nose gets scrunched up. They are just like in their faces. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's a... It's... It's a really good, like, the Bates, there's not much Bates in this episode, but no. every time he's there, it's like, you're happy he's there. Yeah. Everyone goes nuts when he shows up. They, Like, Daisy comes in and, like, lays all this stuff out for him. Mm-hmm. And, and he's happy to be, be there. Like, it's funny, though. You know, they, they drive up over the road, and then he's, like, positively beaming to see Downton there waiting for him. Well, I mean, he didn't think, he, he, he initially was going to get hanged at the neck. Yeah. But it's in some ways it's also like that's your that's work, man. You're just staring at more time on the job. I, yeah, I, I guess well, he's with his wife. It's true. That is true. And if you work in a place that you like, you know, you'll never <laughs> do what you love, and you'll never work a day in your life. And he and, loves, and that's serving. He loves serving Lord Grantham. <laughs> so putting clothes on the man. Every- Lord Grantham's reaction to Bates was very very good, and I was very happy. He goes, Bates, my dear fellow. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Was he tells him like um, go rest and read a book or something? Yeah, <laughs> read books, take a walk. Because that's you know that's that's stay in bed, read books. As if he wasn't staying in bed all the time in prison or whatever, you know. Aside from walking, <laughs> walking in the circle. Yeah. Also, I love his reaction. Like um, they're conversing of like how did they talk about jail with him? It's like do we even m- mention prison? Jimmy says, and then Bates says. I wouldn't worry about that. <laughs> like, does, does this mean we're going to get stories from Bates to the other co- like coworkers of like about jail? Because he makes and, it sound like. Oh. And then I put the shit to his face. <laughs> That's what I'm envisioning. Because and, and just... then they put the parcel in my bunk. <laughs> we then we walked in a circle, and we walked in it again, and then the third time around the circle, I punched Durin. <laughs> Because that's the thing is like you know he made it seem like oh I'm totally fine with talking about prison let's talk about it. let's talk about that time I didn't get letters for several months <laughs> do you know what it's like to not get letters for months is it months that weeks is? weeks I don't know he has a whole parcel yeah so I was uh, a bad prisoner a bad boy <laughs> and then she told me she bought negligee <laughs> a garter <laughs> and then we found out that the pie was made by her. Just imagine being like Carson, like, and what did you do in prison that day, Mr. Bates? And he's like, I found out there was dough under my wife's fingernails. <laughs> and the whole world changed it from there on out. Oh. That would, I would, that'd be a, that's like a 1920 podcast, just Carson <laughs> and his old values talking to a former prisoner. How much time did Bates ultimately do in jail? Was it less Is than there, a year? Um, well, he goes to jail at the beginning of the season, mm-hmm. and the beginning of the season is well, it could have been long. It's, it's April, and he gets out in July. Really? So he spent yeah. like three months in the jail. Yeah. Wow. He made an enemy that fast. <laughs> yeah. 
All right. Well, welcome back, Bates. We're, we're glad to. And there's really not much. There's a shot of him like walking with Anna by the cottage where they. Yeah. I mean, the one thing that looms is like, yeah, will, will they get. Yeah, they, they show a shot of them just walking in the woods and then him just like stealing a kiss with, with her or whatever. <laughs> just like, oh, that that's cute. But uh, they're look, they're prospecting places to move into. Yeah. And there's also the specter of him potentially taking back his job. The specter? I mean, it's. It don't, I feel like that's kind of a negative way to. Well, you know, like it's unclear it's how looming. Yeah, it's looming. His resume, his resuming his activities at work is going to happen. And what form it takes, we don't know. Yeah. yeah, wouldn't it be funny if they just let him live on the land forever without working? <laughs> just because they're happy to have him there, or whatever. But it's it's very interesting because uh, we'll we'll continue down in this story, but mm-hmm. Ethel has a reputation, and it seems to be an issue at hand. But a, a wrongly imprisoned murderer. It's yeah. a scandal in and of itself, whether or not he actually did it. Yeah. yeah. Very interesting. It, it is very interesting. But uh, why don't we just go to Ethel? Why don't we just talk about that? Eth- yes. Okay, sure. Because it's such a minor plot, this episode. It's minor, but it, it, it ruffles feathers. Yeah, yeah. So, in the past episode, they had that luncheon, and uh, Isabel... Or no, 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 Violet was not happy with Ethel being there, despite like in the moment seeming like okay with being served by the prostitute. She actually did not appreciate that. It comes out this episode. Oh well, yeah, surprise! She was doing, she was being kind in the mourning process. Yeah, because Ethel is notorious in the village. Yeah, which is true. Yeah. Uh, so and, and and Isabel says, "Oh, I don't think so," and the dowager says, "I know so." Yeah, yeah, which is like another thing, and they address it later in the episode. Why wouldn't you try to move out of that village? There's nothing keeping you there. If you lost your kid and everything, and people know what you're up to, why not try and start a new somewhere else? Ethel? Yeah. Well, I mean, she could still. This she, is that's the kind of the point of the episode, though. But at the same time, she, she doesn't have the go. It's the, you know, the the killer instinct to move herself forward in life. I guess she took yeah. the handout from Isabel. Yeah. Essentially. I'm sure, like, Miss Hughes could have gave her a referral of some other town to go... But she know. wasn't a good cook at that point. That's true. But, I mean, she wasn't hired to be a cook at Down Abbey, so she got, like, that kind of similar job somewhere else. Well, I mean... Yeah. I think the, you know, now... She couldn't have done it without a referral, and Hughes wouldn't have given her the referral, I think, she, at the time. She probably would have. I don't know. We'll, yeah. we'll never find out. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> Ethel's, you know, we now find out she's worked and improved on her cooking. She, yeah, she's listened to Pat Moore's advice. Yeah, yeah, and at some point in the episode, Violet sees Ethel crying on the side of the road. Yeah, I thought, I thought, well, it was you know after they show the breakfast or whatever that mm-hmm. they have with Violet and Isabel, and it just shows you know the dowager is basically saying like you shouldn't have her working here. Yeah, and then she's driving around in town, and we see Ethel crying, and I was like, did they just fire her off screen? <laughs> Yeah. Also, again, this is the second week in a row where people are just walking around town and they just bump into someone they know. It, well, I mean, it's a small town. And I, I one thing: do we ever see an exterior of Violet's house? No, I don't think so. Hmm. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know how big it is. Yeah. But uh, someone's running a motorcycle outside. We're, yeah. We should probably apologize for the background noise, but it's warm out, and uh, we need the window. We open. We have the window open, so. Yeah, it's Mr. Bates on his bike, <laughs> living his best life. Uh, so yeah, that, that's why it's like very uh, short sighted of Isabel to say like, "Oh yeah, no one knows about her." And it's like, yeah, they do because everyone bumps into each other in this town. Yeah, um, Isabel is is very high and mighty in this episode. Yeah, she's way on her high horse because uh, Miss Bakewell apparently had some words for Ethel that we did Refused not refuse to serve her. Yeah, but 
you know, it, it's not good. It's not nice that these people aren't serving Ethel. Yeah. But at the same time, it's 1920. Times are different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so what we come to see is that Violet is just taking this into her own hands because Isabel is not doing anything to it. Yeah, because like, she's so high and mighty that what she's doing is right. And everybody else should just bend to her her values. Yeah. So off screen, they put an ad in a newspaper for Violet to... Off screen, they kind of tease the whole time what's going on. Edith goes to London. We'll get back to Edith later. Yeah. Edith meets with a company and puts out an ad Mm -hmm. that there's a cook or housemaid, whatever, you know, all in one package to get Ethel a better life where she's not ridiculed. Mm -hmm. And they they get it done. And Isabel is not happy. Yeah. Because once again, she thinks it's them not wanting ethel in the town mm-hmm. and then they say bring up hughes yeah 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 hughes can can make this right because isabel's thinking like hughes is the voice of reason and hughes yeah. is like probably better for her to go somewhere else oh it's the best like you know conversation where like violet says you hate facing facts and isabel says i resent that and miss hughes says no the the late dowager countess has a point <laughs> like you are kind of like oblivious to like what how people see her so Hopefully this means that we can move on from Ethel as a character. In a good way, because I've been done with Ethel since she had the baby. She's had a rough go the entire run of the series, nearly. Mm -hmm. Uh, She came in as a quippy newcomer, and then pretty much smited down from there. Yeah, so so wrong. So hopefully, you know, hopefully she can do okay. It's funny, Miss O'Brien, or Miss Hughes, rather, uh, she references uh, the Scarlet Letter. (laughs) <laughs> and then Violet's like, what is the Scarlet Letter? Sounds like it's a, a, a novel by Nathaniel Hawthorne. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a bestseller. Everyone's reading it. It's scandalous or whatever. <laughs> and she's like, oh, it sounds like it's something I shouldn't read or whatever. How do you not know about the Scarlet I don't know. Letter? It's, it's, she's, she, she's in her own world. Dowager's in her own little world. There's a funny... Um, yeah. Uh, is, is it the the scene where, where Ethel walks in and then she says, you know... A working lady must have a skill. Mm-hmm. And and Violet says, oh, but you have so many. <sighs> it's funny because it's for a, someone that constantly gets like, you know, she's the guffaw character where you look at her and she's kind of like, oh, yeah, yeah. But she's the character that always says these very progressive quips. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That's why she should know about the Scarlet Letter. But yeah. she, she's funny. She This is a good episode, I think, for Violet in terms of getting in some like one liners and just also just moving that along, you know, the way with like. Mm-hmm. Ethel just taking care of it. Big fan of it. Yeah, yeah. Get get rid of Ethel in a good way. Make the make Isabel look like a fool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> make the Dowager look like progressive and smart and not cold and old and old time values. Mm-hmm. You know, or you know. Yeah. So let's move on to maybe to the Edith storyline since we just teased. Yeah, that. this is a simple one too. Yeah. She goes for a meeting with the editor of this newspaper because the uh, offer got re-extended. Yeah. Uh, and it's funny, like, there's a, again, this, like, they like to repeat notes on the show in case you forgot, where it's like, Matthew's like, you should go. And Grantham's like, come on. <laughs> and it's like, we saw this the same exact scene last the strangest week. Strangest breakfast table of, yeah, of Robert, Edith, Matthew, <laughs> Branson, and Edith just all hanging. Yeah. What are they even conversing about? They couldn't be further apart in terms of yeah. stuff to relate. Because it's like, you can tell Branson and, and Matthew have a lot in common. Yeah. But like they're holding their tongues because Robert's there. Yeah. Where's Mary at this time, too? Sleeping. I, can, I guess. Um, so they, go, Edith goes. Yeah. Uh, even like discarding the suggestion of Violet to like, or no, no. Well, she has to, 
Violet has other ideas for her. She to, should like, be a watercolor painter. Yeah, or, or running a lo- local charity or whatever. And like she, so she goes to London to meet with other, and also to go to a coven that we don't see that scene or whatever, right? A what? Doesn't she say she has to go see something else? That's when she goes to place the ad for Ethel. Oh, I didn't. She has to go speak with another newspaper, I a ladies' paper. I did not connect those dots there. Yeah. Yep. Well, there you, well, there you go. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, so this guy, what was your initial reaction to seeing this editor? He looks like Sir Anthony five years younger. Right? <laughs> he looks so much like him, just a little bit younger, so it's a little bit more appropriate for Edith to be with him. But he has the same quippy, like, you know, shaking in his boots when he sees a woman walk in, kind of. Mm-hmm. He's not... He's just Anthony 2.0. Yeah. Son of Anthony. And he's, he seems like a little bit more charming. Less, a little bit more. Yeah, but he yeah. looks like Sir Anthony. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he asks if she's married. Mm. And she says, well, it just so happened that I was left at the altar a couple of months ago. She was jilted. Yeah. And he's like, oh, I'm kind of glad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So now he knows. So he's she, putting she's putting the moves seen, on her. Oh, she she's she a, has a type. What, what, what's the type? Older? No, like weird, nerdy. I don't know if this guy's weird. I, I think he's just old she, old and blonde and, you know. He, so he, nerdy looking. I think anyone who has an interest in Edith, she takes a liking in, honestly. Wow, okay. I mean, to be honest, okay, okay. She, she's not asking for be, much. Be that, mad real, son. There's that <laughs> moment earlier in the episode where uh, Violet says to Edith, like, you're not getting any younger. And Edith just looks like so dejected, like, oh, like, I know I'm old or whatever. Honestly, Edith, I don't know what I was going to say there, actually. Okay, well, Edith, yeah. Edith. Edith, you know, just leave it at that. Yeah, so she accepts the job. She's going to write for the paper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's funny though. So when they show her coming back to the manor, she almost has like this like secret to herself that she's got the job or whatever. And they show her like trotting around the manor. They show her like doing her hair, and she's like looking looking a little bit more, mm-hmm. you know, a little pep in her step. Yeah. And the thing that really like came through that I hadn't noticed before was this clarinet in the music. Like I don't know, they had those like clarinet. Like I swear to God, it sounded like they had Kenny G come in there and like do it for he this. Doesn't play the? Does he play the clarinet? Does he play the saxophone? I thought he played the clarinet. I think I he plays the, may probably plays both because yeah. he's a savant. And the, it's like twice in this episode where I heard the clarinet really strongly. I don't know if it was audio on my TV, but it was just like, if you really want to emphasize how things are going for Edith right now, here's a little like smooth like, like oh wow, <laughs> the man. The clarinet represents Edith. Yeah, happiness, I guess. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, she announces at the dinner table. Yeah, and Matthew, and I really like, I really like Matthew. When he's like, he's the best. so what do you think? What's going on? And she goes, well, I have some news. She goes, mm-hmm. everybody listen. Yeah. That fairy tale boy, man. He really just enabled and then, her. And uh, <laughs> she's like, I'm a writer. And then the Dowager has a really funny line. We have a about, country solicitor, a car mechanic, only a matter of time. Yeah. So we want to talk. Uh, so that we that that puts a bow on Edith. Yeah. She's want to talk about she, the car mechanic. Good. Zach Galifianakis. Uh, is he Zach Galifianakis? <laughs> he reminds me of uh, the Irish Michael J. Fox from like Back to the Future. <laughs> No, he looks like um, uh, Galifianakis plays uh, the both twins on baskets, and oh. one of them is the the beard, and one of them is just the mustache, and he looks mm-hmm. like uh, the other baskets. I forget his name. I, I don't know. Watch the show, so I don't know. It's a good. It's a great show. You should, yeah. watch, you should watch it. I, I just know does. as soon as I watched this episode, I was like, "Oh, Dave can't wait to imitate this guy because they could not <laughs> he has made a him... big mole on his face. Oh, he could not be more stereotypically Irish." Um, I like how they just like mentioned like, oh yeah, I have a brother coming. Never mind that you know they, you know they had a funeral, they had a wedding. None of them had met this brother before somehow. Yeah, didn't <laughs> I say that a couple weeks ago? Like um, when when oh, his brother in Liverpool, yeah. right? Yeah. 
and he's dead. what a weird introduction to this character where they're like, Mr. Carson, I think you should come over here. It's Mrs. Hughes telling him, yeah, and he's like, okay, let's yeah, she's go. leading into her accent a little bit, uh, yeah. and then he's just like sitting there making holding a, court with like the yeah, downstairs making everybody people. laugh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But then Branson comes downstairs and really like puts it in into perspective. Mm-hmm. He's like, and you've been invited to dinner, like show show some respect. Come on, Kiernan, get out of here. <laughs> uh, what does he say about turning into a pumpkin? Oh, it's it's like, don't you have anything to change into? Yeah, what a pumpkin. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it really goes to show like how Branson's kind of turned. Like you know, you can't like snub this family. Like they, I think you know, he was butting heads with the family when Sybil was there to kind of take sides but now he's kind of doing everything to honor Sybil. yeah 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 which is fair he's got it it's his yeah. wife and it's his daughter yeah so it's kind of funny to see all of a sudden kieran up there eating dinner with the with the family and he's not really ruffling feathers in the way that branson did no he's just talking he's about just, the, yeah he's a mechanic he's talking about the garage he's an automobile <laughs> or, uh or no he doesn't call it garage he calls it garage yeah. <laughs> like, he's an automobile something and then it's like so what does that mean it means he fixes cars yeah 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 and again violet has a snipe about like oh one time i was on a train and it broke down and i stayed at like a tradesman's house so it's similar to that it's like yeah thanks thanks violet yeah. he's, i mean this brother is not as combative as branson can be no and he even laughs at grantham's joke about uh, <laughs> but it's such a weird laugh oh yeah because like oh, he, the catholic the catholic joke i read that down mm-hmm. like they, they, the with their prayers they look like gymnastics or whatever yeah, uh crossing and bobbing up and down i went to a mass in rome yeah and it was more like a gymnastics display <laughs> and, and it's just like, like ha, ha, ha. and then grantham's it's like oh <laughs> like you can see how the joke just flopped yeah 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 uh but um it's funny though uh tom shames grantham though like you know this is like your granddaughter you're gonna be there at the christening no matter what you want because yeah. Grantham doesn't want to be there, and Grantham just like knocks back like a little shot because he's just like can't deal, can't deal with it. What an interesting dinner! Yeah, Edith comes out as being a an editor or a writer, mm-hmm. and Mary has a big eye roll to that. Yeah, I don't know if you oh yeah, that. yeah, yeah. Come on, Mary. <laughs> and then the stuff with the brother, mm-hmm. and then immediately after dinner, the Ethel stuff. It's a very busy couple uh, hours for them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then and they're talking about the estate. Right. <laughs> as always, because it's, it's a problem. But the one thing is, after dinner, Kiernan, as if it, he wasn't Irish enough, can I get a beer? I want I, a beer. I need a beer. <laughs> and it's like, good. Mr. Carson, do we have any beers? He's like, I'll fetch a beer. <laughs> yeah, he's not. It's like such a low-brow drink. And then you see the beer that he gets. He gets like a mug. It has so much head on it. There's so much like foam so on it. don't pour beer that much. No, 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 no. He totally poured it wrong. <laughs> Little detail. Yeah, Little surprise. Detail. Yeah. Carson can't pour a beer. But I kind of want to drink that beer. It looked really frothy. You uh, like a lot of head on a beer? <laughs> yeah, just in that mug. It looks like, like it could wait be... for the foam to settle. It's going to yeah. be warm by the time you get there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, I was disappointed. So like, I think this is it for... um kieran in this episode like there isn't much that goes on aside from attending there yeah there's just them at the the baptism yeah and spoiler alert fast forward 15 seconds he doesn't show up in the rest of the show ever that's it for kieran yeah he had to yeah. go make the the baskets yeah 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 <laughs> he had to go up here and back to the future yeah. and stuff uh is that seamus mcfly <laughs> that yeah. yeah 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 oh man the uh, buford tannin mm-hmm 
Uh, that'd be I would watch Back to the Future goes to Downton Abbey. Oh man, that'd be ridiculous. <laughs> the train, McFly? the train, uh, uh, time be travel like car. A Model T. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and yeah, they get the baby christened. They they do the Catholic uh, Catholic um, Catholic. I keep saying that, even though I don't know why. They they baptize the baby and uh, there's a fun. The episode does the episode end with the baptism? Yeah, they they they, they smile for the camera and there's like, oh. and then they're like, what about the great grandmother and the and the uh, grandfather? And why don't we bring the priest in and Lord yeah. Grantham like gulps? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And Cora says something like, "Don't worry, he's not gonna convert you on the fly or whatever. Like it's not gonna happen." And like then that. it ends with their them like. What a like comedic note to end an episode on. Like about time, down did something like that. It's true. It's a little bit lighter after the past couple of weeks. Oh, and also Grantham's back in bed with Cora. I know. It, I noted that in the immediately it shows the two of them walking, and Cora's mm-hmm. all over him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're still dressed in black, but yeah, they're, they're still. I mean, it's like a couple weeks later. They're still mourning. Yeah, but they're doing okay. But it, they wear like purple to the the christening or the baptism, and it's really nice. It's yeah, like, oh, color is back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it's funny because like uh, when they're in bed, Cora accuses of uh, you don't. She asks Robert like you don't think your mother is that like Machiavellian or that calculating, and he's like she is. <laughs> <laughs> and you know she got she got her way. You know she the baby got christened as a Catholic, and you know the because she suggested like you know go through with it too, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, she's all she's supportive. You know the whole ethical stuff, like yeah. So things are going okay in that regard for uh, for Grantham. Not going so well is Mm -hmm. the estate managing the estate yeah this is so weird to me Mm -hmm. this whole thing because it's matthew yeah and he's like essentially all that we know as viewers is he just keeps looking at a map and saying funds are being mismanaged (laughs) and and it's like here's the farm we can restore something about the community relationship with the farmers and agreement Mm -hmm. and this guy jarvis who I don't recall at all, really. All he comes on to the show to do is to essentially just, like, because I took note of this. Mm-hmm. All he does is say no to Matthew. Yeah. And get offended about this new school values. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Yeah. I'm... And he's just there saying, like, well, Lord Grant, and Lord Grantham is like, well, Jarvis has been working with us for a while. Yeah. I guess, and... I guess it's just to reiterate, like, the changing of the guard, you know. Um... And who, don't they bring back our old pal? Oh, Mr. Murray. Mr. Murray comes in. Yeah. And Mr. Murray mm-hmm. keeps it so real with Lord Grantham. And he's like, you guys have barely been staying afloat. Yeah. Yeah. The only reason why you've been doing it is because you've been taking the money of your wife for the past like 20 yeah, years. Yeah. He's whatever. like, what? The, the third Earl almost went broke and only saved the, the estate in his death. Mm-hmm. The fourth Earl did this. You're only here because of your wife's money. Like... Yeah. You kind of got to look forward to the future. And then Mr. Jarvis quits. Yeah. Yeah. And like, screw this guy. But it's funny. Like, Grantham gives, like, Murray such, like, a look of disgust and, like, Matthew, because he's just like, oh, come on. Like, you're being, like, really harsh on and me. And Lord Grantham's already mad that Matthew called Mr. Murray without. Yeah. Uh, it, I believe Cora, Cora says in bed that you made this a dual monarchy. You just mm-hmm. didn't expect it to be one. Yeah. And yeah. it's like, whoa. Yeah. He, he, he's like, still got the heat. Because Grantham gives a look to like Matthew of like, um, just like hurt. Like he's falling out of love with this boy. Like, you know. He, <laughs> His fairy tale boy is, is he's the honeymoon a, phase is ending. He's, he's a fairy tale man. And he's, he, he's making decisions. And Grantham yeah. is not appreciating them. Um I I hope that you know they had like they they come to their senses because like what Matthew's proposing makes sense like 
why would Grantham think they can keep succeeding based on their current like situation? Yeah. You know. like, it's been here for hundreds of years. And it's like, yeah, but look at all these other manners, man. Yeah. yeah you can't yeah. just get another influx of money and then not expect it to just slowly go away. Mm-hmm. And, and they have a, a, a solution for replacing Charles. I believe it's the Dowager who has that idea, right? Yeah. And she goes, Tom. And then Cora goes, Tom. Of course. So she, goes, she goes, Tom. Yeah. And it's like, what are you? Well, and, and that is another really funny part where where Robert's like, what farming experience does he have? It's just like, oh, his grandfather was a sheep farmer. And he said, his grandfather. And they say, that's mm-hmm. more experience than Jarvis ever had. And then Lord Grantham's like, Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. I know. He's just like, he he's like pinned down altogether. Because I love also, also Grantham's like caveats like, okay, well, Matthew must sign off on this. Yeah, like, of yeah, course duh. he is. And then number two, you all have to admit that you're wrong. You know, when, when he screws up. Yeah, and, and Violet's like, I'm never wrong. And it's just like, all right, well. And then they, they cut to, they show the, the baptism, and it's like, and Branson, you're staying on as the, the runner of the estate. Yeah, they're literally talking about it as the photo's being taken. And then uh, Matthew's like, if only I had that idea. I should I, I should have been the one to have that idea. Yeah, it took Good him. job, Branson. What good. big win for Branson this week. Yeah, good, good job, Violet, for, for uh, getting it sussed out and everything. Um, hopefully this new broom will uh, take care of the the old broom being gone. Yeah, that's a good line. Uh, yeah, that's what uh, Mr. Jarvis, Mr. Tra- Jarvis departs says. with. Yeah, <laughs> sweep away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I did like th- that they gave some clarity on their relationship with the people in the village. Like they have a partnership with the people who farm, mm-hmm. and that's how they kind of like sustain their growth. But like, okay, you have partnerships, but why don't you double you down on that these, by having your own stuff? Yeah, you have this it's land. It's so freaking obvious. Yeah, and employ the people in the town to be your farmers. I'm sorry, Grantham, you're an, you're an idiot. So, yeah. <laughs> Wow, geez. In this regard, he's being really, you know, just not thinking things through. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The uh, time to get to the real main event. Okay, yeah, 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 because this is... It's a kind of a complicated main event, if you will. Y- yeah. Well, actually, one more thing on Matthew. He's still worried that he's impotent. This yeah. is still a thing. Yeah. This is a, a few weeks later, you know. Keep still, at it, brother. Just keep, you know. Yeah, less stress. That's what doctors say, right? Yeah. That's it, what Dr. Uh, oh, Phillips Tapsil. said. Tapsil's told him that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, you know, hopefully, now that they got Branson and stuff, Matthew will not be stressed anymore and they can have the baby. Get on it. We'll see. Matt. Yeah, we'll see. Okay. Speaking of getting on it. <laughs> oh, come on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what is it? Anna calls him this episode, Mister Stick It Up Your Jumper. Oh yeah, oh yeah, that's Thomas Barrow. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought. Now this whole storyline, I could have swore happened later in the series. I did not. Man, I didn't. Do Do we want to jump into this or just touch on the Ivy Jimmy? Oh yeah, that whole Alfred. thing. Another week of that. So they want to go to a movie. Alfred mm-hmm. bought the tickets. Jimmy yeah. tries to snipe in. Yeah, but then Jimmy mm-hmm. sabotages Alfred at dinner. Right. By putting the the serving utensils yeah. so far over that he makes a scene and spills like lobster all over Violet, the Violet which yeah. is like, oh boy. Yeah, but yeah. then Jimmy takes the brunt of it because mm-hmm. everyone sees how full of it he is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a showboat. Right. And, and then he gets to go to the movies with... Uh, yeah. Alfred gets to go to the movies with Ivy. Ivy. About a movie about a woman surviving in the woods... To which O'Brien says, "Oh, sounds like a story. My my story. It's yep, like, yep, sure, what sure. does that mean? I, I don't know what what is O'Brien's backstory. Was she surviving in the woods before she came upon? You that? know what O'Brien looks like? O'Brien's like an older version of that wolf woman on Glow. 
<laughs> that's a very specific <laughs> reference, but I think you're alleging like the hair that's like combed yeah. upwards. <laughs> yeah, sure. So she did survive it. She's the wolf woman from Glow. She Sheila, I think. And she time traveled with uh, uh, with Seamus McFly. <laughs> yeah, and came to down, and, <laughs> and then he changed his name to Kieran, and it all comes together. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, anyways, so on this date, we get some clarity of where Ivy's at. She does not feel that way towards Alfred. She likes Jimmy, but <laughs> but but Alfred is just straight up like Jimmy doesn't like you, and she goes. Maybe I'll like you then if I hear Jimmy say that he doesn't like Yeah, me. which is like so bizarre. Like you need that confirmation, you know. Poor oh, Daisy. Poor Alfred. At least he's yeah, coming. Poor Al- he's yeah. coming direct. I mean, Daisy really made it hard on herself because she was always like putting Alfred off or whatever if, you know, mm-hmm. the girl came around. Uh, but that's more or less that in a nutshell. Yeah. Also, I don't like Ivy saying in front of everyone, and, they, and then they correctly address this too, like you should be the first footman uh, to uh, Jimmy. And then like Daisy's like, says to Alfred in front of her, why do you like her? She literally just put the other guy over, over you in your face. And he's like, I'm still going to the movies with her. I got tickets. It's like, oh man, that's not a good... That's... Alfred is so unlike his aunt. Yeah, he's a pushover. But he's a, he's, he's a very well-meaning. Yeah. He's like William too. Yeah, that's true. But but a little Rest bit... Rest in peace, William. <laughs> Shout out to our buddy William. Uh, but he does mean, he means well. He's not as like, I feel like hopelessly in love with Daisy. Daisy, That's like the big difference. Mm-hmm. Um, he's hopelessly in love with Ivy. Is it hopeless? I think, I think he's a real, real. Now real. there's a hope. Yeah. Because. Uh, well, no, because then uh, Jimmy says something about how pretty Ivy is. Yeah. I'm yeah. just saying something about the pretty girl. He talks about like, the toast and he's like, you look tasty. <laughs> the toast. Yeah, yeah. And then Carson's like, we can't talk about that at breakfast. Well, let's get to that after yeah. the facts. Because the fact is, O'Brien keeps hammering Thomas about like, he's talking, you know, Jimmy's talking about you, Alfred. Like, I keep saying stuff to Alfred, silly, sloppy stuff. What do we? What? <laughs> she said that. O'Brien's, what does I that had to mean? Rewind it and put captions on. What could that possibly mean? What does that? Be? It means exactly what O'Brien wants it to mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm just sloppy stuff. Oh my god. Uh, it's like Garth Brooks on Facebook. <laughs> cool stuff, slick stuff, silly stuff. But most sloppy of all, raw stuff. stuff because that's just too, stuff. Sorry, listeners. This is a very obscure <laughs> reference to a, a Facebook post from Garth Brooks from three years ago. It's a very <laughs> Very obscure uh, thing. Look it up. It's great. Um, we'll put it on our Twitter. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Uh, so Thomas, he knows that Jimmy doesn't like him, but O'Brien keeps getting through to him somehow. Like, maybe. And he has such conflicted feel. Like, the scene prior to the uh, the, the action, yeah. he's, like, sitting there smoking, like, I don't know. He's he's very much exploring, like he's putting out the feelers of like where is Jimmy at? You know, he says like we must be quite the pair, look sh- sure on the outside but not so sure on the inside or whatever. Because Jimmy, whether or not he he's made it clear that he doesn't he's not attracted to Barrow. No, but he makes he he still like goes to Barrow. Yeah, for almost like know, commiserating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, which Thomas really appreciates. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean he likes you, brother. Doesn't work that way. Mm-hmm. And then. Uh, he takes up O'Brien's because we see these, this moment of like, yeah, Jimmy uh, disrobes, Thomas disrobes, but Thomas he just can't he can't sit still. Mm-hmm. He's he's in the hallway and creaks open that door, and he goes in. He lays it on him. He lays and as William or as Alfred William walks geez. in the room, and then he's like, <clears throat> Alfred walks in, and then Jimmy comes in. And he says. He gets up and he's screaming at him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. says, "The only thing between you and me are my fists." 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because all there is between us, and he's like, between us is my fist. It's like yeah. freaking promo or whatever. You're going to get the, uh, these hands. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and like Thomas is like, and then Jamie's just like, and Alfred's just standing there like, and then Carson walks out. He's like, what's going on out here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And, and then Tom, like Barrow's crying. Oh yeah, he's he, so like no, he's like was it, Jimmy had a nightmare because <laughs> that's what you do. You but know? then after you know like the dust has settled, it shows Alfred look out the door and and Barrow's cr- like standing there crying and yeah. it's like oh it's so tough to see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I felt it was it was a cringe inducing scene. I was like oh man, don't do. It. I knew it was coming. I was like God, don't, don't, don't. And then Alfred just watching him felt creepy. Yeah, it was just like Alfred, leave him alone, man. Like and then. Our, uh, O'Brien also O'Brien is O'Brien wins this because Alfred sees it and she yeah. goes go tell Mr. Carson what happened yeah and I, then he goes and tells Mr. Carson yeah and then Mr. Carson gets Barrow down mm-hmm. and he just straight up owns up he takes all the 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 can we dial it back though a little okay, bit to can, di- dial it back just thinking analyzing Thomas's move there if you like someone and you weren't sure if they liked you back but he is sure in his head, he's been told over and over by O'Brien, who yeah. has the ear of Alfred, that Jimmy does not stop talking about even silly, sloppy e- stuff. Even if that does happen, Ooh, does that... Mama. <laughs> <laughs> Again, those letters that Bates have been writing to Anna. That's, that's silly, sloppy stuff. That is, uh, that is indeed. But is your move that didn't just slide in the room and then lay it on their face while they're asleep? Yeah, because his roommate is at the movies. When else is he going to have the time? I would rather come direct and, like, you know, say something first and not just, I mean, that's just weird. Just sliding in and be like, Mwah, on the face while they're asleep. Well, he wants it to be a moment because he thinks. For him? That, for with for us. both of them. I don't know. I, I, how would you feel if you woke up and then like someone was just kissing you? If, so, if somebody had a crush on, I would be like, oh, cool. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would be like terrified. Like, who the hell are you? Even if it is like a girl I like, that would be a moment like, oh, okay, now I'm yeah, into this. Yeah, okay. <laughs> But but even yeah I I don't I don't know I don't know it's a bold move it's a bold move it doesn't pay off though yeah, no Th- that's the thing is like you're playing the odds there it's like oh this could go over amazing or this could really blow up hardcore and now we're seeing exactly yeah. how it went sideways and Carson has uh but but wait before we get to the Carson moment again because the thing that tips Carson off is they have the moment at breakfast where like Thomas solemnly tries to hand <laughs> him toast. And then he rejects it. It's such a toast. strange move. Like, what are you doing? Why man? would you give that man toast? And I, I love it. And like, everyone's like, what is going on? And then Jimmy does the thing where it's like, if anyone thinks he may be gay, he's like, oh, Ivy, you got a body. I'm not gay, guys. Look at her. She's a whoo. I, the dog sounds again. <laughs> yeah, that, that's Jimmy right there. Like, guys, I'm definitely not gay. It's it's so funny. He's just, he's just leaning hard into like, I like girls. Yeah, I'm straight. <laughs> Uh, so, anyways, though, yeah, O'Brien, O'Brien manipulates to, uh, Alfred, Alfred to, to finally kill Carson. Carson, and Carson and, brings in Thomas, and he mm-hmm. takes all the the responsibility, which is big move on him, yeah. not spinning it. Yeah, and then Carson says that he could go to jail. Yeah, he well, he says you should be horse whipped, <laughs> which is all right. I feel like Carson doesn't go as hard on him as you'd expect, though. You know, no, we, but that's what I I wrote that in my notes. I said. Carson is a mix of a homophobe and somebody that totally understands that the internal conflict that that Barrow is having. Yeah, he's keeping it professional for the most part. Yeah, it's like a very you but, know he says uh, 
I do not wish to take a tour of your revolting mind. Which I feel like we've referenced as a group, <laughs> just out of context. Uh, we've re- referenced that quote, you revolting man. I don't know. Just because it's just funny to hear Carson say but that I, word. O'Brien also says to Alfred that she he has to snitch because mm-hmm. T- Barrow has broken the fundamental laws of God and man. Yeah, that's hard. I, I, th- I feel like... Oh, screw O'Brien. Yeah, Ugh. I know. It's, it's so messed awful. up. I also feel like Carson doesn't go as hard on uh, Thomas as he does because I think he realizes how much scandal this house has gone through. And you think it's that? I think partially that. Like he doesn't want to blow this up bigger than it is because like the house doesn't need any more of that. I also think he's a little bit more woke than we want to give him credit for being. I think in this episode we see the Dowagers being a little more woke. I I don't know. So you think that. that the Dowagers okay like trying to get a prostitute a job somewhere else for out of the goodness of her heart? Yeah. And All that we've seen from Carson has not suggested that. What it does suggest to me about Carson, maybe, is that he's harder on women than he is on men, even if the men aren't straight. That's, I, okay, that's I, fair. Yeah, because he does not. He he gives Thomas a little bit of a pass because you'd think he should report this up to Grantham because he's his fucking I mean, he's his footman. <laughs> uh, so sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, this could, is really tough to watch. Yeah. It's like, you know, even... Because you, you're like, don't do it, man. You're yeah, being manipulated. As Carson says, human nature is a funny business. Yeah, it's a funny... Isn't it? Isn't it? And then what is it, Brian? Or at, well, uh, why aren't you say? a poet or whatever? Yeah, like, where were the poets when you were around? Yeah. It, yeah, it's a it's a little bit of an understanding. Um, hopefully Thomas can rebound from this one. Because this is... It's funny. This happened the same time as last season where the episode before the last episode of the season is him just going through like a traumatic experience... It was the plaster last year at this time. Mm-hmm. Trying to kiss Jimmy this time. Hopefully. He's kind of... Uh, but he's come around. I've grown to like... It's, it's, I think well, because I think his failures have made him change as a man. Well, it's classic wrestling 101 where you take the bad guy, put him against someone who's even more or worse of a bad guy. Mm-hmm. So you kind of like like him okay. And then you just turn on the other person, uh, O'Brien. Yeah. Yeah. That's the heel tag team. That's a soap One's opera. One's jealous about the other's power. Exactly. Uh, I think that really wraps the episode up. Any other quotes or? Oh, what was it? O'Brien says to Carson when um, he gives permission to Ivy and Alfred to go to the movies, like as if they're children. And, and then uh, O'Brien quips, "I suppose you never wasted a chance." As oh. if, like you know, he probably always. You mean missed... Hughes? Yeah, Hughes. Hughes. Does... Why do we keep mixing I these? Don't two know. Up? I if know. You're, if you're a fan of Downton and you mix these two up, let, let us... us know because I don't. I feel like we must not be the only people. Yeah. But Carson definitely missed 100 percent of his shots probably back in the day. Yeah, uh, well, he, he was, was a, a he was a charming Charlie. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I know the Dowager says that keeping Branson around is good because she doesn't want him to be around that drunken gorilla, referring to his brother. Kiernan. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that was this good episode. Yes. Yeah. It was difficult to watch in a good way. Yeah, and in a, a well-made way. Yeah, this this is a, a pivotal moment for Thomas and in the house, and yeah, I like this episode. Mm-hmm. So, uh, who's down for you, Dave? On the bottom, number three. Yeah, Isabel. Same. She gets put in her place, and she thinks, "Finally, mm-hmm. finally, <laughs> Miss Isabel, yeah. <laughs> Miss Isabel Crawley, put in her spot." Yeah, I, I think it's about time that Isabel is told what's up. Like you're yeah, ignorant. They, they <laughs> laid the smackdown on her. Yeah, righteous, for sure. And number two, Jimmy. Really? Yeah. Well, why? Because he got he got kissed on the lips while he's asleep. 
and he the thing with the but you said that was like okay play. well i guess he was the one who was receiving it yeah but he also uh tried to to screw over alfred and it blew up in his face that's true and he couldn't go to the movies was James really trying to get to the movies? I don't I think, think he just like I think he said I think he, he just wants to be a blocker for Alfred. Yeah, because I think he said he wasn't that interested in that movie. Yeah, but he wants to block Alfred. He's he yeah. seems to want to be a uh, a blocker. I don't think Jimmy has bad as weak as Robert Grantham at number two. I think he does have a bad week, but it's also like kind of an awakening for him. Like things oh, are going to change. They got rid of Jarvis, his right hand man. The boy, his, the his, boy, <laughs> the boy got uh, you know this guy we never saw. He was his right hand man off screen. <laughs> then you know the boy is going to be raised Catholic. You know, it, it, another L. That's true. Not a great week. No, but who's number one? Obviously, it's Thomas. Thomas. He he got he got exposed this week. I like how he tries to explain to Carson, like you know, like we tried to. Fig- it's hard living in this world to figure this out, or whatever. And he's like, I don't need to know about your ways. Your I mean, the, twi- your... the revolted thing, but it's like <laughs> your revolting world. <laughs> yeah, the coded ways of moving in the, that world. But it's so. I think that he. he come on, I just feel so bad for him. Uh, yeah, it's crazy. This guy that we hated and swiped wine, uh, now we're feeling sympathy for. We did see a little bit of a, again, a little pro wrestling thing like, Mr. Barrow, how are you? And it's like, Mr. Bates. Yeah. Reno. But it's like, you know, the John Cena and Randy Orton seeing face to face, they might need to be on the same team. Ring in the feud, dear. Yeah. 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 Uh, all right. Who's up for you? I hate, I hate to do it. I gave O'Brien number three. Really? Oh yeah, she saw through her plans. She won. Yeah, kudos she, to her. She wrote a checklist and checked all the boxes off. She, I don't want to discuss it any more than that. Yeah. Wait, is Kiernan? Did Kiernan? Well, we'll get to the end of it. We'll see where he's at. Uh, Edith, I have a number three. That's a yep. I probably should have put her there. She, she got a job. She got a job, and she got him. She got a potential man. She got little Lan- little Anthony. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hopefully, the well, maybe he's a more mature Anthony. Yeah, I guess so. Don't leave her at the altar. Number two. Free man. Oh, Bates? Bates is number two. I, I feel like that got resolved last week, so he didn't make it on mine. Yeah, but you see his face? Yeah. The way he was treated like a king. Yeah, he is happy to be there. He's, he is being treated well. That so is who's true. your number two then? Violet, actually. I think she... She had a really good episode. This is like a solid, like, this is encapsulates how Violet is properly used in the show, just in the background, scheming things, and then giving quips. It was just a very effective use of her... Like she isn't like an overriding personality or like dominant, mm-hmm. but she's right where she needs to be. Yeah, cool. Yeah, and we don't give her enough love. I think we don't give her enough upvotes. So you yeah. know, she yeah. deserves it. Yeah. Number one, the daddy, Branson. Branson. Yeah, he's got a job. He got a job. His baby's Catholic. Yeah. People didn't say no to the the brother. The name. Yeah. What is it the the. the he says, like, my brother can be a rough diamond. And then Mary's like, I like I diamonds. I like diamonds, yeah. And what do you think she like, thinks of Kieran after he's there? I don't think anybody really likes Kieran. He's kind of <laughs> really? Kind of eh. Yeah, he's all right. We'll be seeing more. Everyone downstairs likes him. Yeah. Oh, bring him back. Wait, where do, you, do you like Kieran? Is he up no. or down for you? No. <laughs> Stupid. He brought, he's a dumb character. He, he brought beer to the house. I just want to hear you talk more as Kieran because it's just like every <laughs> Irish like stereotype boiled down in that voice that you but do. But he has like two lines. That's true. That is true. Get this man a beer. <laughs> yeah, fetch me a beer. <laughs> Can't do it. Nope. Nope. So, anyways, that that was this week, and now we have the task of uh, the season finale, which is over an hour, and then the, the Christmas episode, which is an hour and a half for us to each watch. Well, well, we'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> human nature is a funny business. <laughs> yeah, and uh, and speaking of human nature, 
like or comment on yeah. uh, it's Facebook. Human nature. <laughs> yeah, it's in your human nature to like us on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. Follow us on Twitter, like us on Facebook. Write reviews, you know, tell right, us how yeah. you feel, you know. Tell us about that human nature. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Do us that way. Sure. Yeah. Catch you next time. <laughs> Bye. Bye.